This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Alright, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about actionable steps. Um, a lot of times, we just get so caught up and, and worried about life and everything going on in the world that we end up like neglecting taking care of things. Um, and then when stuff actually happens, we find ourselves caught off guard and not prepared. Uh, I know that's happened to me. And it's not necessarily big things, but little things. Like, oh, where is that that I thought I always kept in my car? You know, maybe you show up and you don't have the jack in the car or something. I mean, this doesn't really happen to me. But you know what I'm saying? Like with the flat tire or, you know, because, oh, I pulled it out for something a month ago right. and I never put it back. Or I grabbed the first aid kit and now the kids skin their knee and now I can't find anything. You know, I haven't really been hit with big things, but little things that will throw you because... It just gets away from you because we all have a hundred projects. Um, I know my thing at, at like work this week, I have, um, it's basically supposed to be four maintenance guys and we only have three because we're missing a guy and then two of them got COVID. So it was me doing the job of four people and then on the next shift after me, two of those guys got COVID. And they're like, oh, it'd be great if you could stay after an extra four hours. So I've done 12-hour days for the last five days. And you just get so caught up in life that you're like, I can't do any more. You know, I can't worry about nonsense. So I think it's important every once in a while, one, to sit and spend a little time kind of reflecting on things and whatever. But two, making things are sure things are in order. So we tried to put together a list of like some kind of action steps you guys could take 
that are maybe an hour, two hour, or a weekend project to kind of help keep the ball rolling and keep things moving forward. So that's, I think, uh, you know, where we're going to go here. But there's a lot of, like, some even quick, easy steps, like things that you could do just, like, basic like, hey, let me check, like, my batteries, yeah. right? Like, well, I mean, that's really one of my, my big ones. What is, kind of I, I know you guys have heard me talk about it on the podcast before is is batteries. Make sure you have your batteries. Uh, make sure you have, you know, all the different sizes for the different devices you have. Make sure uh, your flashlights work, you know. Um, batteries go into a lot of different things, and uh, they can be really useful, you know, really useful for, for getting your equipment moving and, and running. You know, it's not just your remote control and your controller for your PlayStation. You know, there's a lot of stuff that you can uh, run with batteries. Although those are important. important. Absolutely. But, I mean, uh, uh, if you have a battery-operated radio. I mean, um, let's, you know. You know, there's a million and one things that that can come up. And having that battery, having those batteries available is great. And, you know, remember, batteries will last years. It's not – this isn't something that, you know, you have to change your batteries out. You just want to make sure you have the batteries that you need when it's time when it's time to get them. Um, another thing that I see a lot of people uh, – uh, you know, we talk about, um, you know, getting your generator ready and having candles and, and all that stuff. And all that is, is good. But, you know, a helpful thing that's really cheap is, is having extra blankets. Um, on a cold day when the power goes out, Having a few blankets handy is great, and you can pick them up at yard sales for practically nothing. Um, just have a good stock of clean, clean right. blankets, and that's that's going to make a, a going to be a big help. And that's you know it's a quick project; it's not a big deal. Um, another thing I see a lot of people that I I uh, deal with, um, you know, they get their grill going, and a grill is great thing for for a power power failure. But um, you know, how many propane tanks do you have? Do you just use the one that you've got on your grill and then go fill it up when it's empty? Uh, grab an extra propane tank. You know, I know personally, I think right now, right now I've got 10. Um, five are full, six are full. Yeah, yeah I am a crazy, crazy person. So, I mean, but, uh, you know, you can pick up, I pick them up anywhere. You can pick up old propane tanks anywhere. And you just take them in and they'll trade it in and give you a new propane tank that's full. You know, it's not, it's yeah. not like, uh, yeah. Lowe's is great for getting rid of your rusty yep. expired one just for yep. secret yep. of the pros right there. And you know, propane comes in. Um, I think a lot of the convenience yeah, most gas stores stations too. and stuff will have them outside. And you know, the, the lady that works at the gas station isn't really concerned about, uh, going over your propane tank and make, making sure it's like, you know, not out of date or anything like that. Um, but propane, yeah comes in handy for a lot of different stuff i have uh space heaters that run on propane um i do my cooking you know with my grill propane you can even heat your house with propane so there's a lot of lot of great things that that can come up and having a few propane uh tanks is really a a big benefit especially a few that are full and ready to go one of the big things like you know quick and easy like i said that I like to move into bigger, like, what about an inventory? I have been dying, and I have not done it. And I know some of my, I, I have, like, a, some long-term, you know, survival food things, you know, your 25-year, mm-hmm. whatever. 
I, I have some of that. And, you know, whatever, we won't get into how much. It doesn't really matter. But, you know, the more the better, right? But uh, I also have a bunch of five-gallon buckets that are full of, of stuff. Because I'll tell you, five-gallon buckets sealed up with easy stuff is so much cheaper than your survival food and can buy you a lot of time. So we had talked, I mean, we did an episode on, on planning out like your own prepper food kind of thing, but like buying the giant bags of pancake mix and syrup at, at Lowe's. Now syrup doesn't last as long. It should, but I don't think it does. But anyway, but the pancake mix has like a four year shelf life or something and or I think it says two years on the bag and I think you're good for like four to six, right? So like a month worth of calories for one person mm-hmm. for like 15 bucks and that's nothing. But if you supplement, I mean, I know, yeah, we want protein and all these things, but I have chickens, I can add eggs to it, I can do all these different things, but it can make it a little bit better. Instead of eating eggs nonstop, now I'm filling my belly with some kind of bread and that kind of thing, you know, from your pancakes. And it's like $10, $15. But you're not going to get the long-term 25 years out of it. So it's still cheaper for me to buy that, keep it for three to four years, and then throw it out and replace it. Or give it away to somebody that is down mm-hmm. for eating that at four years, you know. Maybe they're they're feeding their family with it. I don't know. I don't know if people are hungry out there, I imagine. You know, I don't see the Sally Struthers yeah. commercials anymore. But in they're my still mind, there's kids, people huh? that, that would be down for eating my pancake mix that I would actually eat. It's just I always, like, I'm bougie, so I'll eat, like, the Klondike protein powder kind of stuff <laughs> and make pancakes out of that. You know, I'm a swell, so, you know. But I have the other to fill up calories. Bottom line, I have containers with rice, beans, all kinds of stuff that I was able to buy cheap that has more like a five-year shelf life. And I know a lot of that is actually coming up on the time where I need to change it out. And like the rice, I do actually cycle through. And I've actually burned through quite a few 25-pound bags of rice, you know, over a couple years. And they do last years. Um, Seal them up good, check for bugs and whatever. It does happen. But I've had really good success of as long as I, you know, pack it in tight, Put it in a uh, a Lowe's bucket with a lid, and you want to get crazier. They have the food saver ones, and you know all that shit is going to extend your shelf life. But anyway, bottom line, you need to go through and check it and make sure it's there, um, and make sure your dates are you know okay. Um, somebody had just talked about like rice weevils or something, and I, I don't think I answered that guy in the email. I got to get back on it. But that's one of the things, you know, they'll get in and destroy stuff and you need to know where you're at or find out all your toilet paper has mice in the container and, you know, they chewed through and now it's a big pile of, you know, mess. You got to go through and check your stuff and make sure things are in order. Um, Another thing, I have a bug out bag in the car, right? A get home bag. And that get home bag you need to go through, see what's in there, see what's leaking and turn to garbage or what's, you know, what maybe critters got in there and ate some of your stuff. Check it out. Make sure that's, you know, going the way it should. And just 
knowing what's in there and what's, you know, where it is in the bag can make a big difference. Uh, first aid kits, maybe inventory your clothes. Um, you know, and what I mean by that, the clothes is, are, are you good for three seasons worth of clothes? You know, did you maybe lose 30 pounds or that's probably not going to be a problem. But if you gained 30 pounds, your clothes from last season might be a problem, you know, and hey, now all of a sudden it's the end of the world and I don't have anything I can wear. Now, hopefully you'll lose the weight because you're not eating as much at the end of the world, you know, but you get the idea. Make sure you have shoes that fit, that are comfortable, that you're not wearing to the last, you know, stretch. I always, again, money is always an issue, but I always try and be one ahead yeah. with everything, um, if that makes sense. So it's not like I'm buying a huge amount of redundancy, but I have a second pair of shoes kind of set aside. If one go bad, I have a backup plan, you know, and, and I'm not going to be stuck on my last leg of, you know, so many people do things right to the edge. You know how there's a lot of people out there who drive around with their yep. uh, fuel light on, you know, and they're just right on the edge all the time. Now, if you left it at constantly a half a tank and always put in five bucks or whatever, there's no difference in your expense after that first half a tank. But, you know, it'll buy you that little bit of protection. So anyway... Next, at first action step, a big one was, you know, go through some inventories. Just make sure things are right. And you tackle the box that right. you have time for. You know, maybe your first aid kit is a 20-minute project because yeah. that's what you have time for. Going through and pulling out all your food storage and go through it might be a four- or six-hour project. It might be an hour project. But you do something you have time for this weekend. You know, get something done or, yeah. you know. Well, um, I, I mean, just wanted to touch real quick on that uh, first aid list that we talked – that you were talking about. You know, a lot. I know a lot of guys have these uh, first aid trauma kits, you know. But you don't think about the the other stuff, you know, the um, yeah. uh, the Tylenol, the aspirin, the, you know, the, the heartburn medicine, the, you know <clears> – <throat> That sort of stuff. That's all. Yeah, that's all. Diarrhea. All, that, all that stuff is important. And <clears throat> you know, and you you think you have something, and then you pick up the bottle to go, you know, go use it, and realize that it's that it's practically empty, and you didn't have what you thought you had. Right. Or it dried out. And right. It's gross. Or right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, having extra triple antibiotic. I like Origel. Actually, I've done yep. stitches on the kids. And, uh, you know, I'm not doing it on myself. Yeah. I go to a doctor. <laughs> I want to get, get an infection. But, you know, for somebody else, you throw a little Orgel on there, you'd be fine. Luckily, my kids were so terrified of the doctor that I'm like, well, I could do it at home. And they're like, yeah, that's better than going to the doctor. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, let, let's get in there and uh, see what we can do. And I'm like, sucker, because, yep. you know, I save money. And yeah, you, you get the idea. I'm, I'm a cheap bastard. People well, point that out. Well, it's important if you're, if you're a, a prepper. I think it's a it's a good quality. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about real quick is is uh, your storage space. A lot of uh, a lot of preppers don't think about that until they start buying a bunch of shit and they have nowhere to put it, and then you end up looking like a hoarder rather than uh, somebody that's organized and planned you know planned out. Buying a few uh, sets of shelves is definitely worth worthwhile, um, especially if you have those shelves. 
you know, designated, you know, for, for certain thing, food items and, and, uh, you know, whatever, different, different stuff that, that you, you store. I know a lot of people prep different weird things that I'm not going to argue about it. I, whatever it is, it's good. I was making fun of Chuck for prepping, uh, for storing uh toilet paper. And then, you know, then I was in the backyard with a hose trying to clean my butt crack out because, uh, who thought there'd be a, a shortage. Right. Right. Your homemade bidet. Right. Right. Your homemade bidet and you're squirting. Yeah. yeah but, it's not good. But shelving units are great. <laughs> and know. Chuck had mentioned the, uh, the, um, those buckets with the lids. Those are great. Those big, uh, Rubbermaid bins. Those are great. You know, anything that can keep the moisture out and keep the, uh, the, um, the mice and, and, you know, pests out of the, out of your stuff is, is great. You know, you don't want to open up your closet to grab your winter coat and have a bunch of moths flying out and, and holes in all your stuff. Um, so keeping it stored well and. Well, I, I would say, yeah, no, it's good. I would say that I love the big Tupperware bins and all that, but that shit's expensive as hell. They're like 45 bucks for like a, a medium, you know, like 20 gallon container or whatever. And some of the bigger ones are like a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell? You know, I will not. And that's what pushes me yeah. into the five gallon buckets. Um, but another thing you can think about, I've really been trying to come up with a second place to cash a decent amount, you know, half of my food storage maybe half my ammo, you know, that kind of stuff at like a fallback position and finding some kind of container to secure that and keep it dry and safe and away from critters is not an easy feat, you know, and, and that's something you may want to really look into. And that really could be a weekend project on its own is caching, you know, half your stuff, even if it is in like the back of a shed or, you know, or somewhere hidden in your house. I mean, you know, in the same house is probably not as good unless you really have a safe, secure room. You still run the risk of your house being, I don't know. I mean, for your hardcore crazy preppers, your house being taken over for you, uh, you know, more, more, uh, conventional preppers, you run the risk of a house Mm -hmm. fire or something like that, you know, where your stuff could be destroyed. Yeah. Now, um, the most important prep that I think it's overlooked a lot of a lot of the time is water. You know, that's going to be your number one, your number one need. And I don't think a lot of people store store water. And it's it's really easy to do. You know, you really water is one of those things that if you get it in a container, you can set it and forget it. You don't have to think about it. It's not going to go bad. It's not. It's fine. It's fine. If it's in a sealed container, it's fine. If the container was clean when you filled it up and you sealed it. And the water was clean. It's fine. It's good. So all you have to do, I mean, you can, you see them when you go to the grocery store, those, those one gallon jugs of water and, you know, you feel stupid paying a, paying $3 for a jug of water. And you are kind of stupid for paying $3 for a jug of water, but it's $3. You know what I mean? It's, you get the container and that's really what you're paying for. Um, now if you can bump it up to five gallons, that's, that's even better. Five gallon jugs of water, as long as you can manipulate it in a way that you can actually use that water without spilling it everywhere, you know, that's, that's great. Um, a lot of people do, uh, things like, um, uh, rain catch basins. Great. That's great for garden use and things like that. 
Yes. Great stuff. Um, I saw one. I checked him out on Amazon because I was, you know, looking at doing this. Um, and they had for $50, $49, they kind of had like, it wasn't a nice big plastic, but it was like a, uh, kind of uh-huh. like a storage bag for rain catchment with a, and it was like 55 gallon. So there is easy, almost entry level, I would say. Um, I mean, shit, if you have nothing, a five gallon Lowe's bucket with a lid, guess yep. what? That'll hold water. Now, are you worried about what? what's the plastic we're afraid of getting in yeah, our uh, water or whatever? Um, what is it? Yeah, PP you know what? Fuck that shit. If you're worried about dying of cancer whatever. in, in 50 years, then you worry about that. Right. But uh, yeah, whatever. Right. You shouldn't be drinking right. your bottled water anyway, right? Unless it's coming in the glass bottle. And if you're, honestly, if you're bougie enough, you're way more than me that you're drinking only water you know, uh, bottled water in glass bottles, then I would say if you're at that point, you can afford the big thousand dollar, uh, right. Water storage thing. Another big thing you can do is 55 gallon drum where uh, again, to buy one that actually is clean and nice. I see them on the internet for like 150, um, those giant 250 gallon, uh, you know, clear or white yep. looking in the metal cage, those water storages. Um, I see them used or, you know, yeah, used questionable for like 50 bucks all over the place. I see them brand new and clean for like 250 I think Amazon will sell you. You know, you're paying basically a right. dollar a gallon or whatever for storage. One of the things in a perfect world you could set up is where your water goes through your storage. So you basically, your water coming into your house plugs into your storage container and then you have an outlet on the other side where it's going to go, you know, draw it out to run to the rest of your house. That way it's always fresh and nice. But like Kevin said, it really doesn't matter. You don't need to panic that much. I mean, bottom line, having five gallon buckets with a lid, you have five of them and they're filled with water and sealed and stuck in the back of a shed. Guess what? That's mm-hmm. better than not having clean right, water. Right. Um that that's going to help you all day long. I know with me, I mean, I actually have a uh, well that I can access without electricity plus I have a generator, but even without that, you can um just having maybe, you know, I have a 55 gallon drum that I got for like 10 bucks that had questionable things in it. So I'm not excited about drinking out of that for me, but if the power goes out, I can Mm -hmm. use that for toilets. And then I have like two or three cases of water that are in the individual bottles that make it easy for me being able to drink and whatever. Now, like I said, I have bigger options that I can go to, you know, more long-term. I'm not worried about water where I am and in my situation, but Damn, if you're in the city, keeping a case or two of bottled water in your house, Mm -hmm. that's a great start, you know, and then kind of go from there. Uh, One of the things I would say, if you haven't done it, I just checked. They're available on Amazon. You've heard me brag about it. Is that water bob? But again, and and that's for like Mm -hmm. more so the city guy. It's good for everything. Like if I have a generator and can only run my well an hour a day because I'm trying to save the gas in my generator – 
then I could fill up the water bob in the bathtub and make it last. But if I'm in the city, um, usually you have a day's worth or at least a half a day's worth of water still in the pipes if you're in a real city that'll keep coming out of the tap. Um, you may, you know, having a water bob and being able to fill it up is mm-hmm. definitely going to buy you time. So something like that, and then just throwing it under the bathroom sink in a bathroom where you have the tub. How cool are you to be able to just right. grab it in an emergency? Um, it looked like it was like 35 bucks with the pump to pump it out of there mm-hmm. and just easy. I'm not saying it's a perfect solution, but I'm saying it's way yeah. ahead of having nothing. And it could buy you a lot, and especially if you live in a questionable, you know, uh, climate where water is going to be an issue and be tough. Yeah, yeah. Now another thing that all preppers should be doing, should be, is saving all their containers. You know, the amount of containers we throw out. Um, you know, even things just like buckets. Just a bucket is is a good handy handy tool when you don't have one and you need it. You know. Um, <clears throat> there's always always storage bins, always everything. You know, check yard sales. They're great. Um, I know Chuck was just talking about the individual water water bottles. Um, and I'll save those. I'll use those and refill them. You know, any kind of storage, any kind of uh, item you can save for storage is, is a great thing to have available. And um, they're really cheap if you keep your eyes out for them and you get them when, you, when, you know, when it's available. And save the stuff that you use uh, for reuse. You know, you can go out and spend hundreds of dollars on on Rubbermaid bins and and all sorts of you know this and that. But having uh, having that stuff available and not spending a fortune for it by just grabbing the stuff that you are going to throw out, definitely a handy option. You know, might not look great, but uh, it works. It works just as well as anything else will. That's that's what I always find out is everything is kind of a trade off of money and time, and I you know I'm always balancing. If I'm working a thousand hours, and you know like I am this week, I'm doing nonstop you know twelve hour days, then great. I have lots of money you know in the next month that I can spend. But if you know, and again, I'm really gonna just save it for a time when I'm not working nonstop for a couple of weeks. You know, if I was the guy who got COVID and was out for two weeks. My paycheck's going to take a big hit, you know, Um, and that hurts. Uh, You know, I still get something, but, you know, it's not the same. Uh, Working 40 hours and working 60 hours, turns out those paychecks are a little bit different. And sadly, I've gotten used to the the lifestyle of the 60-hour work week. And, uh, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Um. But again, I mean, you know, you choose your life. You, you, I plan my budget to live off a of 40 hour, but when I got it, I'm like, whoo, I can go, you know, buy something I get tires on the truck and not drive uh-huh. bald tires all the time. You know, it's always, you know, something that we do. Um, I don't know. My wife always gives me a hard time. Like, I'm like, oh, you sound like you have money and you, you know, whatever. Again, remember I'm an old man. I'm already, you know, I've done my fighting and whatever. I'm getting to the point where you kind of yeah. should have your shit together. You know, I know that that sounds sounds wrong, but by 50, you should, you know, and I'm not 50, but I'm getting older and, you know, you should uh, kind of yeah. get your shit together by then. 
I'm not trying to be Get your mean. shit together. You can saying. be mean. It's all right. Get um, your shit together. All right. So, yeah. All right. Get your shit together, you know? Like I said, at 25, at 30, I didn't have my shit together. And, you know, I wasn't doing better and whatever. You know, I had credit card debt. I, I had a long time that I had to work through credit card debt. Got an ex-wife. Got things that, you know... We all make choices and it's not perfect in the rainbows and sunshine you see on the internet every time, but you work towards getting out yeah. of that shit, you know, you work towards getting it together and, and getting it right. And you just keep moving forward. Um, another thing people don't do is inventory, just the stuff in your car, like your jack, your, you know, make sure the tire irons there and it actually fits. Um, I know with my truck, the wheels that I have on it, I can't even put like the factory lug wrench in there. You need like one with like a little thinner edge to go in and whatever. Just make sure it's all going to work. You know what? That's my point. Make sure it's going to work for you. You should probably have a flashlight in your truck, in your, all your vehicles. Um, you, Hey, is your spare tire good? Does it have air in it? Um, you know, some of you guys have older vehicles and those spare tires have been in there and not touched for 20 years. You know, when you put it on the car and it's got the weight on the ground, is it really going to work? You know, it, take a look. Um, jumper cables. Do you have jumper cables? I'm shocked. You I'm know? constantly um, shocked by the amount of people they? that don't have jumper cables in their car. Oh, all the time. And then they're... You know, standing at the gas station. Hey, do you have jumper cables? And I understand a lot of people just don't have time for games. So they're mm. like, no, no, I can't help you. But it's also because 60 or 70% of the cars out there don't have jumper cables. You know, they're like, oh, somebody else will be prepared. It'll yeah. be somebody else's problem. And then why does this always happen to me? It's so unfair. Life is extra hard for me. Yeah, because you don't think about anything or care. But anyway. All right. So, moving on to next weekend project. How about this? Actionable step. What about survival shelters? Now, this one kind of is like, could be, again, could be four hours in the weekend. It could be eight hours. It could be a whole weekend. What if you spent the week watching like Sigma 3 videos or whatever? There's there's a ton mm -hmm. of good stuff on YouTube about survival shelters. Find one that's conducive to your environment. You know, if you live in the desert, find desert survival shelters. If you live in, you know, rainforest, rainforest survival shelters, things that are appropriate to you. Hey, you have a ton of pine trees. All right, something like that. Or, you know, what's going to work where you are? And watch some videos, figure out how it's done or find it in books and maybe mm -hmm. go out and actually build one. Now you're saying, wait, wait, Chuck, you know, I live in the city. Well, one, there's a lot of shelter options in the city, so you're not going to have to worry about actually building something, you know, too creative. You can kind of use a dumpster if you need to in the city. But um, I think they're all full yeah, in the city. Yeah, though, actually, they the smell dumpsters. like shit. But anyway, um, not of people, <laughs> but of, yeah, garbage. There, There's a lot of garbage in the city. But anyway, um, maybe you go out to the park. Maybe you go to a, you know, a camping in a national park or something. I, I don't know that you're, a, you could find somewhere to build the shelter is my point, right? Um, go squat on somebody's land out in the woods, just not mine. Um, 
I, we had somebody do that mm-hmm. once when I was in New York. I wake up and there's somebody all set up with a tent camping in one of my fields, or actually it was my, my brother's field. And they were all set up and I was like, oh, my brother must have told somebody they could <laughs> set up there. And then I saw him like a week later and I was like, what was going on with the people camping in your field for three days? And he's like, what are you talking about? He didn't about? even notice him. I'm huh? like, huh, all right, that's weird. So I, I guess that's what people do, you know, is they come and squat in different places, you know, whatever. Hey, look, the grass is cut. That'd be great for me to uh, go squat there. Um, I don't know who has the balls to try that kind of thing. I feel like I'd get shot, yeah. but you know, Hey, whatever. So bottom line, there's always somewhere you can go practice putting together a shelter, but actually doing it is what's going to get you, you know, kind of comfortable with your prepping skills and be able to, you know, do it. I think it would be cool to go set something up on my property, you know, build a little outbuilding kind of back. It might even be where I put my extra stores or stuff like that. But again, you're probably not going to need a survival shelter on your own land when you have your house there. Right. That's kind of redundant. But the practice of building it and seeing, hey, what would be useful? Hey, if I brought a hatchet or I brought a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, paracord, I could make my life so much easier. These are the things you learn. Um, another one, how about this? Canning, uh, pressure cooking. Uh, putting together meals that you can cook outside, figuring that out, learning how to cook kind of with foil or the Dutch oven or, you know, you have the metal skillet or whatever. Just having the one pan, you know, a Dutch oven or, or a, a cast iron like frying pan kind of thing. Figuring out how to cook outside, guess what? That's something you could do for a day, you know, kind of look up some meals during the week and then actually, you know, go out camping for the weekend and cook some meals and try it out. Try cooking some of the things and don't just go camping and do the easy. Oh, I bought a bunch of prepared meals and it was easy. See what it's like to actually cook and hey, even cooler if you can forage some stuff or, you know, catch a rabbit and, you know, do some things. See what you can do. I mean, maybe you become the slingshot Mm -hmm. master. Do you ever think of that? Yeah. See, slingshot guy just Popping the bunnies mm-hmm. in the head, you know, whatever. Whatever it takes. That sounds like a crime in, in a lot of states, but they'd probably get away <laughs> with it in a lot more. Yeah. So now another simple knows. simple thing that you can do for Not you know, right. fifteen, twenty minutes is is have an escape plan from your house. You know, uh if there's a fire or a home invader or you know, something like that. What do you kid do your kids know what they're supposed to do? What is their jobs? What is your what is your job? What is your wife's job? You know, what are you guys going to do and how are you going to get out of the house and how are you going to make sure everybody is out of the house? You know, having a plan set up like that is is a is a good idea. Um, but also having an evacuation plan, uh, hurricanes coming, um, whatever, whatever's whatever's uh, heading your way and you got to get out of there. Uh, having a, a plan of where you're going to go, what you're going to bring with you and and how long it's going to take to get there is really important. You know, having that in your mind and, and set up and, you know, talk, talk with your family about it. You know what I mean? Make sure everybody's on the same page. Maybe they have ideas that you didn't think about that are, you know, that are worthwhile. So that, that sort of stuff that it doesn't cost any money, 
It, it takes less than an hour and it really will improve your prepping. It keep, you know, and keep your family safe. Right. No, that. Now, one of the biggest things that. That's it. It's just yeah, spending. One a of the biggest time. things that was not yeah. a lot of money that I, I, uh, I really feel like has come in a lot is, is a solar, solar charger for my phone. They're about 30 bucks and you can get them. And man, I'll tell you what, it works really well. It charges up fast and it don't, you know, you can set it out in the sun for a few hours and it's going to have three or four charges on it. And it's definitely handy to have in, in your, uh, go bag, in your get home bag. It, you know, it's handy to have when you go camping, it's handy to have around and it's not expensive and it's easy to use. So I definitely recommend, uh, checking, checking one of those out. Um, like I said, it's not very expensive and it's, it's, uh, comes in a lot. It's just about as, as good as having a headlamp. So let's talk about lights for a minute. Um, you know, having, having a couple of cheap flashlights that you got from, from Lowe's, you know, cheap plastic flashlights you bought from a gas station or wherever. That's, that's fine. That's great. It's great to have them. Kids are always taking them and losing your flashlights. It's just going to happen, but it's worthwhile to spend some money on some quality lights. Um, the headlamps are great, you know, keep both your hands used, but also having a big mag light. A lot of people don't use those anymore, but they're, they last a long time when they have their batteries in them and they're good. They're steel. They're not going to break and you can smack somebody over the head if you need to. I've, uh, I, I would say that flashlights have come a long way from yeah. the mag lights though. So, you know, it, it could go either way. Although I will say the flip side, my company is big on... It's funny they don't want to pay us, but they're down for uh, for buying us like whatever tools we need. You know, somehow it comes out of some like mm-hmm. magic budget that you know whatever doesn't matter. I'm like, oh, I need this. So if I need like a two hundred dollar headlamp, hey, no problem. That we got. You know, oh, you want to work some overtime and oh, we have this training class. It's going to cost us $300. Oh my God, what are we going to do? It's weird where the priorities are. You know, it's where the budget comes from. But anyway, so I I, I get these like really fancy like headlights and I'll buy the Energizer headlamp at Lowe's for 20 bucks. The Energizer one Mm -hmm. is like 10 times better. I'm like, really? You know, this is it. It, it, I I don't get it. I mean, I'm obviously picking the wrong one because I'm dumb. But I feel like I've tried quite a few and, you know, sometimes they'll come in, hey, we just bought you these really expensive ones here, you know, and they always like something completely inappropriate for me. Like, hey, you're an electrician. Here's a drill and tap set. Okay, I I guess I could use that and I'll put it in a drawer or maybe... I don't know. I'm just like, all right, you know, or, or they'll go buy the mechanic. Hey, here's a multimeter. Right. Oh, the hell is he going to do with you that? Know, but if you need something, you know, no. Yes. Anyway, I digress. But uh, anyway, so there's just a lot of different things. The point is to not just let life pass you by, but whenever you have time and also plan time. Mm-hmm. to take some steps you know how many people waste you know they'll get up oh saturday's my day off or whatever i'm gonna sit around and stare at my phone for three hours like i do during right. the work week or whatever and i'm just gonna right. lose that morning 
you know, back in the day we used to, oh, I'm going to watch cartoons all morning, right? You know, when you're, when you're a kid, but there's always something, you know, that you're like, eh, I'd rather, but if you plan to carve out the time, Hey, you know what? I, I don't have a lot of time. I have stuff I got to get done, but I can make mm-hmm. myself two hours to plan for this weekend and go out and just make sure things are a little bit squared away. Um, you know, we had a, a, a listener message me and, and Kevin a, a, about a month ago and say, hey, you know, I live out in Arizona or something and, you know, water could really be an issue for me. And I finally got around to setting up a, a you know, a water storage system in my house. And I mean, he really did an impressive job, sent pictures and everything. And it was like, you know, really substantial but it's like, hey, you got to throw some money at that. You got to throw some time at it. But that security and peace of mind, and it probably isn't going to become an issue where you really need it and can't get water. But damn, when it's an issue, you're going to be like, right, right. that paid off. Uh-huh. You know, that's huge. Um, we had a listener when they had the big devastating hurricane in uh, Puerto Rico and was like, hey. You know, I, I took your advice about water storage and food storage and I had a bunch of survival food and it saved my ass. You know, I was so much better and able to help my neighbors instead of being desperate and put in a horrible position. That's a big thing, you know, and, and that's mm-hmm. why we're preppers. You know, that's why we do it is to because we're worried that, hey, you know, something could happen. It might not always go the way that it's always gone. And that's one of the things is throughout history, people keep getting smacked with these catastrophes. But in your own lifetime, in your own personal experience, maybe you haven't seen it, you know? Maybe inflation hasn't hit you up until now. You know, now you're starting to be like, hey, you know, things can really get away from me. And maybe I should have been watching my budget a little bit more as, you know, life was going on. And a lot of people are caught off guard now and they're kind of like, Hey, I'm kind of in a shitty spot here. Well, that's the thing. That's why we're preppers. Right? So I don't think a lot of you guys are, are having that problem, but cause you plan, you know, you make, make decisions and whatever, but you're also at a point in life sometimes where, Hey, you know, I just moved or I just made a big change that's going to pay off and be long-term better for me and my family. But it put me in a risky spot and then the economy turned and sometimes things get away from you. So we all have a different starting point and a place to come from. But, you know, make sure that you, uh, you know, just take the steps and keep looking forward and and look at how you can protect your family and yourself. Now, if you guys uh, want to... Is that, yeah, that's, if you guys want right to send us yeah. some of the, the cool shit you've been doing at your place, um, you can send us a message over at prepping at, uh, preppingbadass at gmail.com. Uh, we do read all the emails, get back to most of them. Um, so, you know, heads up there. Also, go over to our Facebook page. A um, lot of fun stuff going on over there, man. I think, uh, you know, we've got a pretty good Facebook community with, you know, it's not full of a bunch of assholes, which uh, some of the some of the prepping communities are. You know, I uh, was yeah. on one of these uh, Facebook prepping uh, communities, and this guy was talking about hunting rabbit, and it must have been the 
the first like 15 comments on it were like you can't survive on rabbit haven't you ever heard of rabbit starvation all this shit like this guy's doing all this work yeah, yeah I don't this know guy's fat. doing all this you're work and, and showing you how to clean a rabbit and, yeah. and made this video for you and you're just shitting on him you know I don't see that a lot at our Facebook page there's a lot of people out yeah. there that you know are, are here to learn and no. and you know would definitely love love uh, seeing some some videos or some some pictures of what you got going on you know your own preps and and uh, that sort of stuff so I think it's uh, really worthwhile to swing by and and take a look right um i am gonna see if we can try and put some of these podcast episodes back on youtube i know some of you guys like to uh you know have the different format it's maybe easy to put it on the computer in the shop and throw it on or whatever or i don't know i guess the phone anymore people listen to podcasts but anyway one more option um, I have been looking into the whole like live stream and do something like that. I'm going to see if I can kind of do some of those. Problem is I end up working weird hours where it's going to be in the mornings where people are at work and doing shit and you know, who knows? So they may end up being recorded, but we may get some of that. So you might want to subscribe to the Facebook group and page cause you might catch that. The big thing too, we'll probably do it on the, uh, the, prepping badass youtube channel and same thing if you're uh subscribed you probably get a notification hey the badass is doing something so you might want to check it out and it'll give you a chance to interact and and do it in real time so you may want to subscribe to those things to you know make sure you don't miss a trick um one of the things i've been kind of curious looking at tiktok trying to see if there was a way to like incorporate it because that's where you know, a whole big other segment of the population. Now, I don't look good in yoga pants or with no pants like most mm-hmm. of the people on TikTok. Like, you got to be like a 20-year-old girl or a 16-year-old girl. Or I haven't seen like a lot of like old-timers with beards and, and, you know, tired old guys doing it. Although, I will say, they have some kind of... I've been checking it out. I haven't done it yet. But we're just like prepping badass on TikTok. Now I haven't made any videos, but I'm I'm thinking about it and I'm looking. I just don't know how it'll be received. Nobody's talking about guns or whatever. You're just like, ooh, when I cheat on my boyfriend, this happens and you know, whatever. I haven't worked out what I can do yet. But I know there's gonna be something amazing and it's coming. So you may wanna try and find it and subscribe. Just so you know, I don't even know if you can subscribe to people. I think I have to make a video then you can like it. Maybe I'll put one up by this weekend and then you can like it and like follow it. I don't even know how you follow somebody on it. But what I have seen is if you hit it, there's a a little thing when you're recording that you can hit enhance and it makes my skin smooth and beautiful like a young teenage girl. And I'm like, what? This is excellent. So I was very excited about that. I was like, wait, I'm not as ugly anymore. Like, you know, I could be like Lemmy or something. And then all of a sudden I look nice. like Britney Spears. Nice. And I'm I do like, want to oh, see a, a Chuck this could be Britney me, Spears you know? that combo. That, would, that really would be impressive. Britney mm-hmm. Spears version of Chuck, right. And you go, you know, full on, you know, so there's that. Um Another thing pretty exciting going on is if you guys uh, go to preppingbadass.com, we have uh, the 
coffee mugs. We got some kick-ass shirts. We got a lot of cool stuff there. You could, uh, you know, hey, support the channel with that by buying badass gear and look fashionable. And you might be impressive on, like, TikTok, drinking out of your prepping badass mm -hmm. mug or whatever it is. People would be like, ooh, that guy's got it going on. So, just saying, subscribe to the YouTube channel. See if you can figure out something on TikTok. It is prepping underscore badass for the TikTok thing. But again, I don't even know if it's set up that you can really follow it yet. But I'm going to try and make that shit happen. Anyway, with that, stay safe. And we will talk to you guys next week. Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm.